0: Welcome to Peggin' Coffee Talk. Here are your hosts, Oswin and Lord Knight. Let's talk about Tesla. Okay. Not the car. Nope. The guy. Yes, we're talking about the scientist, the one
1: and only Tesla. Brilliant. But a little... Disturbed. Disturbed. And that seems to be the case with brilliant people. With have most you, geniuses? Oh, have yeah. you noticed that, that their ability to interact with the world seems to drop? Right. Again, something I think that can be fixed with, you know. Medication? Uh, <laughs> more shagging. <laughs> <laughs> and especially if the shagging that winds up with babies at the end. Okay, yeah. All right, you know. <laughs>
0: What I'm interested in here is divine math.
1: Divine math? Sacred math? Sacred math. Yeah. Sacred math.
0: Um, Tesla was obsessed with three, six, and nine. Which were
1: all divisible by three or multiples of three. Right. You know, which we get the whole entire, you know, the Maiden Mother mother, Crone, Maiden Mother Crone, Page Warrior, Hermit. Yeah. Um which less known, but again a multiple of three. Right. You know. And even even in Christianity they have their own trinity. Well and, and the then Ghost. you ha but then you also have the whole yeah, the trinities, the three sides of a triangle or the three points of a triangle. Right. The pyramids. The pyramids. Then you have the all the mysteries of four, which is the four elements, the four ways of balance, the four airs. Or excuse me, the four winds or the four directions. Right. So sacred numbers have always been part of craft, depending on how you want to use it. Right. Now, typical numerology only normally deals with one through nine. Yes. So all math is reduced down to a single number. So in numerology, you will never wind up with a 666. No. From my understanding. I will go ahead and state this. I could be wrong. Not my field of expertise. <laughs> well, I did study a
0: little bit of numerology, and from what I could tell, there were only two numbers that are never reduced. And that was like, like eleven and
1: twenty two. But anyway, what you what you what you normally do and where all this starts, from my understanding, is you start by Writing one through nine down on a piece of paper. Then you start writing the alphabet underneath Mm -hmm. till you get to the very end, which then gives you a number for each letter of the alphabet. Right. Again, some numbers repeat over and over again. Then you add up all the, like you write down your name and you write down each number that corresponds to your letter off that chart. Right. And then you add those up. Then if it comes out for any number larger than a single digit, you then reduce that number down. So if it comes out to, like, 19, you do 1 plus 9, which then gives you 10, and you do 1 plus 0, right? which gives you 1. Right. So, I mean, my understanding. Now, as far as sacred math goes, I understand there's, some of it has to do with uh, herbalism and doing parts and stuff like that but I think the majority of those are done in rhythm and rhyme. I don't know. That is so far out of my area <laughs> expertise. <laughs> well, that that sometimes that the rhythm or a rhyme of a poem mm-hmm. was the parts that you were put in for the actual oh, okay. recipe. Now that makes sense. Yeah. Does, does that make sense yeah. that you're actually using the rhythm of the rhyme to do the measurements for each one? So if you've got a line that does a count of two, is a two parts. Right. If you have a line that seems to fall into the rhythm of three, it's three parts. Right. Strange how we do that. Yeah, that makes sense. Again, we're, we're still talking about math, even though it's music. hmm Because the two are very interchangeable. They are, yeah. So again, there is sacred math out there. In sacred math, it even goes to moves over into our music and the way we do things. Because, again, you could do a tune with a four count, right, mm-hmm. to get the energies of the four into circle. Strange, ain't it? So I mean, this stuff can become as complicated or as simple as we need it to be at a time. Okay. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I know there's certain math. That we can do, like, the number of days between Sabbaths, or 45. Mm hmm All right, so if we take four plus plus five, we get nine, nine, which is the highest sacred number. Okay, yeah. All right? Then you got the four grands, well, four grands per year, and four being the number of the year with the four seasons and the four grands. Okay, because remember, we discussed that the fact is is that the grounds are actually seasons. Right. So it's when you're switching from summer to fall. or Okay. It's hence the reason why four is like the number for the year. Then you got like um, nine plus four, which you get 13, which is the number of the moons in the year. Right. So you're getting like nine for the sacred and four for the number of the year. To get the number of the moons, this is sacred math. And then the thirteen, one plus three, comes back to four. Comes back to four, which is a year, right? So, I, any of this making sense? How this sacred? Some of the sacred math works. Don't get me wrong. This is skimming the surface. Uh, trust me, this is easy compared to some of the <laughs> <laughs> some of the sacred math stuffs. Enough to make your mind go Oh! Pretty much, yeah.
0: So, as far as uh, sacred math, how can we use that other than sections, sections of four, sections of three? Put it in a poem or in a song or for a recipe. For yeah, a make sure. What are, sure, for what are our some herbs. other ways? What are some other ways this factors into our well, lives as witches?
1: The, the reason we discuss this is is that you got to remember that we are told by the laws to hide things in plain sight right this is one of the one of the many ways we hide things in plain sight by using poems and stuff like that but not using them in the ways you think they are the number of verses the number of lines in an incantations and stuff like this not only are we bringing the energies of that numbers in to this but we're also Being able to encode information into things this way, too. To hide things in plain sight. Okay. So you're saying this spans back probably millennia. Oh, gone yes. Well, you got to remember, the reason we have the whole hide in plain sight was the same reason why if you pull up one of Leonardo da Vinci's diagrams Mm -hmm. for one of his machines, and you... Followed the diagram 100%. The machine's not going to work. But why? Because Leonardo da Vinci put into those diagrams a flaw that only he knew about. So nobody else could copy it. It was a form of copy protection. Right. Same things with these spells and the stuff like that. There's all these older books and stuff that a lot of people don't have any use for but if you go back and you start reading some of this stuff that they got in rhymes and you start looking at this stuff it's going to change the meaning of what world you're you're actually reading do you really think you're reading a poem about little red riding hood (laughs) really i mean come on people we're not this stupid Again, this is what sacred this is one of the things we do in sacred maths. We encode things in things, and you you sort of have to learn how in the world to work it, like knowing these numbers and stuff like that, knowing that four is the number of a year, four is also the number of earth for as far as I know, so does this come from which it- then translates into um sacred geometry when you see that In sacred geometry, Earth is always represented by a square. Four sides, four corners. So there really is
0: a whole lot more to this. This is just like scratching the surface. Oh, God, yes. So if somebody wants to learn more about sacred math and sacred geometry.
1: Uh, Not my field of
0: expertise. (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, could you recommend anything?
1: Really, I, I, have n- I haven't have even seen books on sacred math in our geometry. Sacred geometry is the only place I could think of or a category you could look up to maybe start with the sacred math. You know, I could be wrong there. Okay. I mean, because there's more to it than just numerology. Oh, sure, Doing yeah. your birth date number and all this other stuff. That's just the trick or something to entertain the kids with right the actual sacred math tells us stuff that about the universe and the laws of the universe and how we describe things you know again we're we're, a lot of people would think that witches would be anti-science and a lot of people don't understand all the sciences came from witchcraft sure they did yeah that's why in the world the Christians normally have a problem with the sciences, because of the association that it has with witchcraft. But this information's there is out there. I'm not exactly sure where you go to learn about it, because again, you know what I teach and what I know of it's just surface level, right? It's, again, not my field of expertise, <laughs> and I have yet to have a student to go, "Hey, I want to do that." yeah you don't find too many of them oh no i want to go research sacred (laughs) math. yeah you don't find too many of them Uh, you don't find too many people that want to do sacred geometry
0: (laughs) we could ever get a student who was just like you know teetotal math geek right and this was the this was what they excelled at and things like that then yeah i could see somebody like that getting into I mean really delving deep into the sacred mass yeah, and the geometry and, and all of that. And,
1: and and what it means to 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 bring the energy of four or to bring the energy of five or seven into ritual or into a meditation because you're listening to a frequency based upon that number. Right. Or you're listening to a tone or a rhythm or a, a or a drum beat based on a certain number. Right. I'm, I'm sorry, this can go completely indirect this is most people don't think about. Absolutely, yeah. You know, what does a nine-beat drum sound? Do you see what I'm asking? I mean, I know nothing about music. Well, I mean, you could,
0: <laughs> if, if you're going to do something like that, then, I mean, there's any number of combinations within that. Right. How do you get to nine? you know you're you're the music geek not me i mean you could do it any number of ways you can do it with i mean you can do it with long notes you can do it with short notes you can do it with a combination of notes you can i mean just
1: but i mean that's like that rapid fire (laughs) like however you want to do it there's
0: (laughs) many ways to put that in there so
1: I, I, what do you think? I mean, just from sacred numbers, from Tesla and these numbers and his obsession with it, if you if you learn what he says about the math stuff, you sort of start getting into more of that deeper mystical number thing
0: there. Well, yeah, because, I mean, he he believed that if you could understand these three numbers. These three
1: numbers. You could understand the universe. Then you, yeah, you, hold, you held the keys to the universe. Hence, the reason he always did that: vibration, power, and frequency. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Which it came in threes, right? In which we discuss, in which we use this concept to describe the spiritual realms, from psychological all the way up to astral and the god planes. Right. Yeah, energy frequency he, and vibration. See, we're we're using the same concept here. The reason I like this guy and some of the stuff that went on there, he's stepping into a world that's not his own. He's getting this information that we've been talking about for years. Right. There was like um Iger. Right, was sitting there and was watching um through the wormhole with Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And literally turned around and looked at looked at the lady at the time and went looked at Lady Ob and was like, Y'all talk this way. What the hell? <laughs> right. And she's like, No shit. We 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 believe in quantum physics. Yes, it, it works. We're 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 duh. Right. You know, we're not separate from this. <laughs> well, and and there's no reason to make it separate. No, it's no use in making it more complicated than it needs to be, but right. again, we're told to hide these things and stuff because we have been persecuted as a religion. And again, we've we've done this through the years, and the sacred math and stuff was a way we used to hide stuff, that, or to help hide stuff and transfer it over and remember it later. So uh, if you go back with some of this information, re- reread some of these old books, you might be surprised at what you find out (laughs) Mm. yeah armed with that kind of knowledge yeah yeah just because you're reading a book a witch book and they're sitting there talking about lincoln green does not necessarily mean they're talking about lincoln green (laughs) right (laughs) they could be actually talking about the whole mythology and stuff attached to it behind it it's just they're not directly saying that
0: Let's talk about policing our own.
1: Okay. This has been, this is an ongoing thing.
0: Yeah.
1: What we're about to talk about is something that I've noticed that has gone on in the pagan community, especially in the more traditionalist Mm -hmm. community for years. Is this, well, I'm a first degree or I'm a second degree or I'm a third degree, blah, blah, blah. Right. Again, it's that that lady, I'm a third degree. You know, I'm a, (laughs) <laughs> you know, I I I'm a fourth generational witch or I'm the high priestess here. Again, right. it's the same thing. Okay, now again, in our protocol, we do not refer to ourselves in our titles.
0: No, we don't.
1: All right. We consider it a sign of being arrogant.
0: Arrogant. Yeah. Self centered. Self centered. Whatever.
1: Right. So when I introduce myself, I just introduce myself by my craft name and that's it. Again, the clue there is you hear three names and you should figure out that I'm a third degree and go on appropriately. Right. But at no time does this give me the authority to look at somebody else going, well, if you're not part of a... You know. Right. No, I don't actually believe they're a witch because I believe that's a title for first degrees. First, you become a witch. But again, not going to die on that heel, I guess. (laughs) I don't know how to put that.
0: No, I know. it's It's not... It's not an argument that you really that you really believe in. I mean, I mean, you do believe in it, but it's not it's not I something... believe
1: in it as far as the technical what in the world's going on there.
0: Right, but it's not something you're gonna beat over somebody's head.
1: Right, I, I'm I'm not gonna sit there and have a field day because Ted and Barb down the road want to call themselves witches. Okay, whatever. Right, life will go on. <laughs> I don't care, you know, but. I got to say this about our own community. We can be arrogant little motherfuckers. Of course we can. All right. I mean, don't get me wrong. There, There's to me, there's a, and you can tell me if I'm wrong here. There's a difference between being smug and me sitting back, listening to somebody else. And I got that look on my face. Like, yes, I know something you don't know. And I'm keeping my mouth shut. Mm-hmm. I'm just letting you go on and on and on. And it's not that we find it fun. And it's not that I find it funny or anything. It's just, I'm normally sitting there remembering when I used to be in that spot. Right. And that's why in the world, I find it cute and neat and just let you go on ramble because that's sort of what helps you. Some people to figure this stuff out. Right. But you spout you know,
0: out enough stuff and you start putting pieces together for yourself.
1: Right. I mean, and don't get me wrong. Cause we, I've heard them do that. They'll get out on the internet or, you know, discord and all these other things. And, well, I ain't got to answer that. That's a mystery. Well, some things are a mystery. But there's a difference between, uh, I, that's as far as I'm going to go on that. Right. And versus, well, I am not going to talk about that because it's a mystery and blah, 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 blah. When it's really not. <laughs> right. Well, I remember this incident, Lady Keegan. Lady Keegan was uh, on Discord or somewhere. And these people were like, well... This guy popped in and was like, how, how do you, um, why should we meditate or learn these, uh, planetary hours? Okay. Right? Yeah. And the the answer is, is that meditating during these planetary hours help you be able to sense these energies. Right. And mm-hmm. that these energies are nothing more than an extension of our nature. Right. And that's it. That's the answer. There's no mystery there. No. But this person, but these people went off. Oh, no, that's a mystery. Go away. Blah, blah, blah. I don't want to answer that. This is what I'm talking.
0: Yeah, it's it's that whole thing of people wanting to present themselves as knowing more than what they already know. Right. And I think that's what it boils down to.
1: I mean, don't get me wrong. Every first degree goes through this. The majority of the time, the, majority, the time, majority of the time, yeah, yeah, it's like they don't, they try not, to, some use some, don't try not to, but yet it still slips through. They get this, "I'm better than you. I've been initiated. You're just some solitary Wiccan, And blah 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 blah. Right. And I'm like, no, their spirituality is theirs. We can't knock it. Right. They they can believe whatever in the world they want. You know, if you just want to sit there and let them run off of the mouth, and you just smile and turn them up. Go for it, but sitting there being smug about it I ain't helping your cause any.
0: No, it's not. As a as a lady at work likes to say, I look down at you like you're small <laughs> <laughs>
1: because you are.
0: You know, having that kind of attitude doesn't really do any good for anybody. No, no. we all try not to. We try not to be that person. Right. Does it happen sometimes? Yeah, it does.
1: I, you're always going to run into, in one of these uh, witch stores or metaphysics stores or whatever, oh, yeah. you're, you're going to run into that one guy. Well, yes, I've gotten 12 degrees from 12 different <laughs> right. and all this other stuff and it make, makes you want to go. Well, why do you have from 12 different places? What was wrong with the first place?
0: Well, and see, I've also noticed that not just in the traditional community right traditional as in our right type of traditional as Um, as a
1: community the traditional community
0: right (laughs) but i've also noticed it in the solitary community where people are like you said earlier you know well i'm a fourth generation witch or i'm this or i'm that and i do this better than anybody else does i hear that all the time
1: well i i hear a lot of criticism about the traditional community doing this about degree systems and all this other stuff
0: oh sure yeah as far as degree systems but
1: yet i hear it in the pagan community at large still Hey i'm an author so i know more than you (laughs) is it literally (laughs) how it sounds like oh i'm an author and that like supposed to
0: you know so i don't think that that's necessarily people looking down on other people by spouting off this and that i think that comes from the need and i don't and that it's a phenomenon that i've seen over the past oh i don't know five ten years where people need to validate themselves or they need to prove that they know this or that they don't know this to other people and so therefore when they talk they're giving off their quote-unquote credentials
1: right where we where we try to teach the proof is in the pudding right the proof is in the doing when you see priests and priestesses acting like priests and priestesses and encouraging you know what i'm saying
0: right but i i think that when i think that when we sit around and we spout off our credentials right i think that comes across to the majority of people as I look down on you because you're small. (laughs) True. You know what I mean? Right. I don't think that's the intention. Right. Necessarily. Right. Could be. Could be. Not ruling that out. But I think that's where a lot of that comes from sometimes.
1: Like I said, I, I, I don't get it because I was raised to believe the proof was in the pudding. Right. That I'm not important. It should be the message. Because the message or the, the, the religion can outlive me.
0: So how do we quote unquote police ourselves to kind of cut
1: down on that? And how do how do we make sure it doesn't happen? I'll be honest with you. I don't care what degree you are. If you see me out online and I start acting that way, call me out. There, 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 there's nothing in any of the laws I've ever heard of, or anything like that, that is that. is that we're in the world you can't look at a a first degree, can't look at a third degree, and go, "Been a little cocky there, ain't you?" Right. In other words, you, you might want to step down. But then, on the other hand, this is the way I look at it. Again, policing our own. How good are we being us that are third degrees and elders now? How good are we doing if we're allowing people to rise to these ranks? With this attitude.
0: Mm, true.
1: This should be stomped out before anybody even thinks about getting their second degree. I, you know, I, I completely agree with that. All right. Again, like I said, it is common for first degrees, and normally in most traditions, we sort of gently try our best to explain to you n- n- no you ain't all that in a bag of chips
0: well and i think also it, it it happens at second and it also happens at third because there's a little bit of extra authority right that comes with those within the traditional community
1: well see i think by the time you get to third you've done learnt your lesson enough you're kind of more but like, that's what i was gonna nah. say you
0: know how to catch yourself right You know, you get a little bit better at that at second degree. And then by third degree, you should be able to see it coming before it happens. Right. And you should be able to stop yourself.
1: Right. and and saying. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you're a first degree or a second degree and you're about to call out a a third degree on, you know, yes, be tactful, be nice and go, no, I, I really think you're being a dick.
0: Right. Also, be prepared to be shut down because you may be in the wrong. You might be. There might be something else going on, that that third degree knows. That you don't. That you don't. So uh, be prepared uh, to shut down.
1: Because here's <laughs> because here's the problem. And now here's the problem. My real question is, are people confusing those moments where we're sitting back, getting that smirk on our face because we know something they don't know? Mm-hmm. And that bit of knowledge, that moment of knowledge that passed through your mind, and you get that look on your face. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Could that be? being perceived as smugness when it's really not
0: yes it could do, do you see what I'm saying and it has been yeah
1: where I'm sitting mm. <laughs>
0: well and and sometimes what happens in that is we're starting to see that person connect the dots
1: right and we're more and, and I but get we more can't
0: ex- really say anything and some sometimes yeah that comes across as being smug because of our might be because of our facial expressions or our body language or something like that but it's more of okay we see this person making this process happen
1: right I and mean, don't get me wrong it's hard not to have that look on your face when you got a stu- when you got when you're sitting there talking to somebody and they're like 2 inches from, from saying the right words and it all clicking right and you can't get them to do those last two inches
0: and you right and you get you might get that little smirk on your face you might get that little haughty toddy attitude like, like oh, uh, oh, oh, oh maybe 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 and then you know it happens it
1: happens you
0: know it, so just be aware it's not not always being smug about something right it's, There are other things going on.
1: Some of it is, you know, yeah, you you lost your concentration right there at the last (laughs) minute. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Again, no, we do need to check our own attitudes. We do need to quit doing this. Because, again, yes, we have these degrees. We have these experiences. And we have these titles but this is based on our experiences right and the level of achievements that's all yes i think they should be respected and done yes it does piss me off when lady eats a lot of cake starts calling herself lady eats a lot of cake because it's a thursday right all right i mean don't get me wrong i still have a problem with the Lord thoughts a lot out there and, I, and and again, you can hear them. They'll, they'll be in those shops and stuff like that and go on and on about how good they are. hmm And you're kind of like, I, I, I'm done with this. I don't, I don't care about you. I care about what you're saying. Right. So I think that's all I got to say.
0: Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another episode. Pagan Coffee Talk is brought to you by Life Temple and Seminary. Please visit us at LifeTempleSeminary.org for more information, as well as links to our social media, Facebook, Discord, Twitter, YouTube, and Reddit. We travel down this trodden path, the maze of stone and mire. Just hold my hand as we pass by a sea of blazing pyres. And so it is the end of our day, so walk with me till morning breaks. And so it is the end of our day, so walk with me till morning.